Welcome to Coach SG and Friends, where we discuss topics that help you have a better relationship with yourself and others. I am Coach SG, otherwise known as your joyful friend. I'm a relationship coach and life mentor, an entrepreneur and speaker. I'm based out of Los Angeles, but originally from Brooklyn, New York. I love great music, deep conversations, and inspiring people to live their best emotional lives and create their most amazing love story. Let me introduce you to my two friends, Janessa Rose and Lisa Miranda. Janessa is the CEO of Motivational Monsters, a nonprofit that helps people activate mental health and emotional well-being through creative arts. She is the author of How to Stop Being an Effing Bum. Bum stands for broken urban mentality. She's been dubbed the Tony Robbins slash Cardi B of motivational speakers, and she calls herself the galactic goddess. Lisa Miranda is an actor and creative director. She's also dabbling in producing. She is based in Miami, New York, and Paris. She is a world traveler who speaks several languages, who loves life, good people, and good conversation. So we want to welcome you to our podcast. Let's get started. So welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. <laughs> I miss you so much. Miss you. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about should you take your ex back? <laughs> Has anyone ever taken an ex back? And if so, uh, did it work out for you? No, it didn't. He's um currently my ex still, but we had uh, <laughs> many times, many times um in the past. We we anytime I got back with an ex, it was only him. I've I've always broken up with other people. I weren't, but my my longest relationship, we would be on and off a lot. But um, it didn't work. No, it didn't. Lisa, um, I would say I think when I've gotten back with an ex, it's because we never really finished. It seemed, it was more of a break than necessarily a break up, even if those terms weren't, weren't used. So I think um, someone where it's at, whereas you know, we both healed, had other relationships, lived our lives and then got back together. No, I haven't, I haven't been in that position. Mm -hmm. And the same for me, I, I, I don't know. I, for me, I just feel like if I'm in a relationship and it's not working out, I'm gonna give everything that I could possibly give to, to, you know, make it work, at least, you know, from what my emotional capabilities are. And if it doesn't work out, then I really don't feel like there's a need for me to go backwards. So, um, so no, I've never taken an X back. However, I have dipped in the pond before. <laughs> I've gone back and dipped in the pond, but I, it wasn't like a discussion to take each other back. It was just comfort. <laughs> Comfort food. Ah. No, just kidding. <laughs> that is so interesting. That is so interesting because maybe that's what happened to me. Not mm. knowing, right? Like, like let what you just said, like, you know, I never had the discussion or the conversation where I wanted to like be back, but I did dip in the pond. It was comfort. <laughs> because now that I look back in retrospect, my ex and I that that went back and forth constantly, we were younger. 
very toxic. And it was more of a trauma bonding comfort than anything that that constantly created us to come back. But I always thought like, we're going to end up together. We're going to end up together. And I always had that space. Like, even if I date someone else, even if I'm in a new relationship, even if I'm trying to band-aid the wound, whenever that ex comes back acting right, I want to engage in it. And maybe they were just like trying to get comfort and they had no intention of that, which was why it never really worked. And which is why I've maybe been so brokenhearted for so long. This is <laughs> right, right. Lisa? Um, I think, I think, you know, it's really interesting to know, like if you're getting back with an ex, um, not just if you've done some work to become a healthier, happier person, but how can you gauge if they have also, like, are there signs that there's still some unhealthy things going on, some things that could have led to your demise to begin with? Because I'm here pondering, like, if I got together with someone, I was about to say from the 90s, but I didn't date in the 90s. <laughs> Everything just feels like it was the 90s if it wasn't like, two, you know, 2020. But right. <laughs> um, I, I think we would have to be, it would have to, I would have to be clear that we have, we have something beautiful to offer each other. Mm-hmm. However, anything that um, that brought, you know, anything that brought division, discord, that really kind of led to, to us not fixing, not working on what we had, how has that been, um, how has that been worked on? How has that been transformed? Um, who are we now? What kind of, what, how are we going to enter this and do this different? You know, it would be kind of like if your company went bankrupt. If you were working at a place that went bankrupt and then you decided to come back to that employer, how are you certain that it's not going to go bankrupt again? Right. You know, I, I feel like, you know, when people break up and, you know, they separate, sometimes they, they didn't want to separate, you know, they, they separated because it just wasn't working. And I think you know, I, I don't know if there's a, a yes or no answer. Like there isn't a yes or no answer. There's a yes for you and, and what's right for you. And there's a no for you if it's not right for you. I, I think it can work for some people and some people it can't. I think where, where there's struggle is when people assume that love is what's going to keep you together. And love is not the, the only thing. It, it, it's so much more than that. And, you know, we were talking before that you know, we're changing, they're changing, and we have our box and they have their box. And you've got to decide you're going to take everything out of that box and you're going to start a new one together, um, but not do things the way you always, you've always done them because you're just going to reproduce the same thing. So if when you took your ex back, uh, Janessa, do you feel like you did different things when you, how you, you approached it differently? Absolutely. Absolutely. I did. I was um, a total different person when we got back together as you know, older, and I had a way different intent. Um, I was very communicative. And and he, I remember the last time that we got back together, one of the last times, he was saying to me, like, this is it. Like, he was like, this is it. It's me and you. We're we're together. Like, we're going to be together forever. It's no more of the back and forth. And uh, I remember being very comforted by that. And I approached it so, like, I trusted it. And I had approached it so full-hearted and put my 100% into it. And then I started to realize he was a different person and he was, he was more secretive and he hid things from me. And like, there was just so much more that I didn't, I wasn't aware of. And I was like, wait, 
like, nah, it was different words, but the same actions, you know what I mean? And even worse mm-hmm. actions now, and now he's like a cheater and, and other things, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, it was really- Some, some um, new, new stuff came up, huh? <laughs> yeah, some new stuff came up and, and which, which really made me scared, you know? Cause I had, in the past, I had came off in the same energy as him, like, Oh, you think you slick? I'm slick too. You know what I mean? Because we were young. So it was like, oh, you you want to do this? Well, I'm going to do this. You know, it was a lot of tick for tack shit because you're kids, you know, you're like teenagers, young adults, you're not really coming from healthy spaces. And I didn't understand healthy actions or, or connection at that point, neither did he. But as we grew, I realized that like, oh, okay, there, you know, I'm going to approach it different. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to also not hurt him out of spite or out when I'm hurt. So I, I came forth with a new energy. Um, I usually was the provider. He became the provider um, at the beginning of him learning his own responsibilities. Cause I, we really came from toxic shit, both of us, and then grew a little healthier together, but it was just so many things. And um, the more he became, you know, in his manhood and he became the provision or the secure, he secured himself and he did not secure me, although he still wanted us to be together. And when I went to defend that or communicate like this is hurting me or this, he would just be like, this ain't working out. He'll be quick to just no emotions, let's shut down. So everything that he engaged in at the beginning of, it's just me and you from now on, that went out the window. And it was just, oh, you're a problem. You're in my house. You're using too many paper towels and you're asking too many. <laughs> I that's a huge, <laughs> big red flag. Red flag. But um, no, yeah, he approached it differently. Um, and he did approach it differently. But but the difference was, he really just want. He knew that I was his girl. He knew that I was going to be his wife. And he just wanted me to stay quiet and deal with everything that he was going to do. And he wanted me to embrace it as it being for us. You know what I mean? Like, so it wasn't fair. So I left. We talked about when you change after you start a relationship and then you you have new requirements and you know you're doing work on yourself. Um, I think it's the same when you if it could be the same if you go back to an ex like you've done some work you've evolved in some ways and there's this expectation that things are going to be sort of like how they were um, and that could be problematic if now you're not that same kind of person. Maybe you want to use an extra roll of, of tissue you know maybe before you were okay with half of one but now I need more I need double plot it's hard um when exes come back or even when you think about returning to an ex you know there's been there there has been in my past with this particular connection there in earlier stages the level of I want that old thing back was disgusting my behavior <laughs> was disgusting I didn't well, even like, you I hear that's a thing I want that old thing back yeah 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 it's a thing it's a thing it's a saying <laughs> <laughs> right Lisa there's a song I want that old thing back or some shit is a line in a song or something <laughs> no notice she didn't ask me she asked you <laughs> <laughs> But, but you know, when you're in that energy and in the past, I remember when we would split and I'd hear like things and he was still very much toxic and I would hear things about him like moving on or trying to or attempting to, and I'd approach anything or anyone like, that's my man. Like we're broken up for like seven months. Still my man. Still. My man. <laughs> 
That's my man. Once I decide to come back, it's me and him, not you. You, you're just taking up space at the moment. That's all. And and I remember being in that that very unhealthy thing and and growing and healing. Um, I had to battle that because that was also my comfort. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like when he, as he started to to grow and mature and become the man that I wanted as a younger girl, I, there was many times where I'd be like, I'm I'm this. I would love to experience this with him, and I'd have those thought processes, and I would wish that he would come back and and be like, I'm sorry, I was you know, I would want him to be this other thing, and and as I grew, I started to realize what you miss is something you never really had. And someone he's not. Yeah. And, and I really had to understand that instead of creating these phantoms in my mind of him being this persona, which he really wasn't, you know? And, and little by little, desiring the connection or the reconnection, I started to really identify it as, no, what you want is another relationship with someone who exemplifies these type of characteristics. He's not that person. You know, and it doesn't matter how much you hang out with him and talk to him or sleep with him or whatever, because I dipped in the pond too. <laughs> I backpedaled like a little ducky a couple of times. You know, right. like I'm chilling on top, but underwater, we like. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and um, it just never, it, it just never worked. It never worked. So, yeah. I think, a- you know, I think that. <laughs> When you separate from someone and you try to get back together because, you know, maybe you're dipping in the pond and things are feeling great and why you start to reminisce, you know, you you really start to think back of all the good times. You don't think about the stuff that really, um, you know, was disconnecting you. And that's the part that if you're deciding to get back together, you you have to look at those parts that were disconnecting you because most most often it's because you don't know how to get through those obstacles. You didn't want to separate. You didn't, you know, didn't, it wasn't a lack of love for each other, but it was not knowing how to get through those obstacles and not knowing what to do. Because I know for me, the biggest thing for me is when I'm saying, hey, this is an issue for me and they just don't, they don't listen they, or they don't get it. They're not trying to get it. And you don't really know what to do with that. And I think a lot of times it's about you making a choice for yourself. And that's the thing we don't want to do. We don't want to make any choices. We don't want to make any boundaries. Lisa, you were going to say something? Yeah, because I remember that um, I did try to take an ex back, but the problem is the ex didn't want me. (laughs) (laughs) I tried again and again and again and again and again and again. (laughs) And then I think what I've come to realize is, um, yeah, what you just said, Sherelle, it has to be worth it for the other person too, even though I could come up with a lot of reasons why he was better off with me than the life he chooses to live now. Um, but, <laughs> but I had to respect that the problems that I brought to him, uh, you know, whatever, whatever lack of maturity I had at that, at that point in my life, that he, it was just something that he just didn't want to, he didn't want to risk ever having to deal with. He just decided it is what it is. And I had to, at some point, learn to respect that. And I had to understand also what it is that I wanted so badly out of that relationship. And how can I cultivate those same kind of feelings of peace, of joy, of compassion in myself so that one, I'm, I'm, I'm just better alone, period. And two, my next relationship doesn't have to um, be, you know, 
it doesn't, the next relationship doesn't have, I don't have to look for him in the next relationship or the next relationship doesn't have to supplement um, what I need, need from, what I'm not getting from myself. The next relationship doesn't need to supplement what I'm not getting from myself. Yes, yes, yes. I've been Love there. that. Love that. Go ahead. Go ahead, Janessa. Sorry. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. You know, I've, I've had many of my exes, all of my exes have returned and been like, yo, what's up? Like, let's go again. I, I bugged out. I was bugging. I was scared. I was this. But I never wanted to be with any of them except the one long one that I, that I was in. Like, that was the only one. And that's definitely about um, comfort. And I really had to, the same thing. I had to realize all the other relationships that I had were only Band-Aids. I wanted so desperately for them to be like the, the, the relationship that you say, oh, thank God that he hurt me because I found you. But they weren't. They never were. <laughs> they, they never were. And, and, and it was only because I was never healed from my, from my last relationship until I realized I have to fulfill those areas. I have to be, you know, honest about the, you know, the truths, the truths are that I loved my ex and I love him still. And we're still, we're good friends and we don't need to be in romantic connections in order to be loving toward one another. And that took a mm -hmm. long time. Like I still, I know that that's the truth. And I know that deep down inside of me, I know that I'm aware of that, but the still the, 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 the hurt me that never got that, that part of him, that, that respect from him, that honoring, that is the thing that pops up whenever he comes back. Even if he comes back like, yo, what's up? You want to do this? Like recently, he's like, I need you for a documentary. Can you be a part of the documentary and tell them the stories? And I'm like, you know, everything in my heart is like, fine. But at the same time, I'm like, what stories? The stories of you breaking my freaking heart for 15 years? <laughs> But what happens is, is that piece that wants to, to engage still, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a battle, but it, it's really about getting clear with self and knowing when they come back, how do you categorize them? Where can you put them that benefits them and you? So I have a question for you both. So okay. what is the answer? What, what would you, what would you suggest to somebody who wants to take their ex back? I think, I think communication is a big thing. You know what I mean? But then you also got to like, how could you advise somebody about communicating with an ex, but not also tell them to be aware of the ex possibly telling you shit that you want to hear just so they could get back in good. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a thing you should talk about. You should consider because what about if you're not healed? What about if this person has changed? Who, who wants to advise somebody to like ignore them just because it didn't work out at one point of their life? You know what I mean? Some, mm -hmm. some people break up with people just because other people in their lives don't like them and they're afraid of judgment. And that's the worst thing to do is listen to other people's opinions and, and you make a decision about somebody you love and you are so connected to. So it's kind of hard to give advice in this situation. You just got to be like, listen, like really sit in and clarify what you want, what needs you have, and if they're willing to meet them. But consider the fact that they might say yes. <laughs> <laughs> and not have no intention of, of really fulfilling that. You know, it's, it's funny no, what Janessa just said, because um, I did have a time when I asked a friend about a guy who had popped up from the past and she was like a very insightful friend. And this is when I was still asking people their opinions. And she was just like, no, I don't think you should get back with him. And she sounded like so with so much conviction and I was like, why? She was like, oh, because he never gave me a discount on something. I'm like, are you? I didn't even respond. 
and I almost didn't even ask why. I was, you know, like just gonna take her word for it. And I just thought, really? I, I'm so like obviously I can't base my my decision to be with someone based on if they gave or didn't give a discount to someone a few a friend a few years ago. So you gotta yeah. be careful about the opinions that you ask. Um, even if they're from people you trust, um, it could be coming from an emotional place that's totally different from where you stand emotionally. Um, so I think to take, to, to go back with an ex, you really got to understand who are you now? You know, get curious about what's changed, what's evolved in you, um, what interests are different. I know like good stuff, it's always wonderful to share right away. Like, oh, now I can do this or now, you know, I just got a car now or or you saw how long my hair grew or something, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. But like what on a deeper level, what is what is needed for you to be in a fulfilling relationship? Um, how can you guys explore and hold each other accountable? Like these are things that should be in the back of your mind, I think. Um, and take the time to see who they are, to, to observe them to see what's the same and what's the ch what's changed since your last relationship, since you guys were together without feeling like you owe them anything. If someone's in your life, they wanna come back. Just because you spend some time with them doesn't mean you have to be with them. That's you right. can still, yeah, you can still, you know, see, see how it feels, how it looks, how it sounds, and then make your decision from there. But don't feel rushed. Oh, you guys hung out this weekend, now you're back together. Right. Not necessarily. Selection yeah. process, as Sherelle says, I be using it. <laughs> I be using it. I be telling people this selection process. You ain't got to cut nobody off. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You should. I mean, what, what what's the sense in getting into a relationship if you haven't done the work? I mean, we do it in everything that we do. Like if we're choosing folks to, like I, I know uh, uh, Lisa, when you were choosing like your management company, so so were you. Like you know, you have to figure out who's the best fit for you. It's not like, you know, why not give yourself the opportunity to do that? I, I think it's important. So, but I, you know, what I would say, if you're thinking about whether you should take your ex back or not, I would say to look at a few things. One, if you still think they're at fault for the breakup of the relationship, probably not. It's probably not a good idea for you to go forward. If you haven't, like let go of whatever resentment you have against them, I would say no, let's you know, not go forward. If you haven't figured out like the things that broke you apart, if you haven't figured out how you're gonna move through them this time, <clears throat> because that's what would happen with me when, you know, if I broke up with a someone, I, I tried to, I didn't wanna have to go back. <laughs> so I wanted to give it all that I had. And if I gave it all that I had and it didn't work, I mean, I didn't, I couldn't see myself revisiting it for what, if I felt like they didn't change, I wasn't changing, you know, and we were just going to do the same thing together. Or if we were just incompatible, because sometimes you really love each other, but you, you've changed and, and now you're just not compatible. No matter what you do, you're just very pol polarized in your beliefs and your values. And, you know, what happens is now this is right and wrong fight all the time. And you just can't move through it. So I I don't see myself going backwards, but I, it doesn't mean I had a um, a mentor <clears throat> who her husband and her, they, they broke up and they took some time apart, but they got back together and they're still together, blissful now. Um, but they did the work independently and then got back together and they decided they were going to break up 
to get better so that they can get back together. So, you know, I, I, I don't see it working if you couldn't um, figure out your, your obstacles, if you couldn't figure out how to handle those disagreements. I don't know how you can get back to it. So this is why I think having that communication is so important. And in my personal experience, yeah, I never, you know, I don't hold resentment as much, but I definitely never had the communication where we could discuss anything moving forward. It was a lot of deflecting on his behalf and, you know what I'm saying, trying to take advantage. So it it, it never went back. And, and at this point, I'm clear, like, it just because of that, it would never work, you know? Right. And if I have to force it, it's not, it doesn't feel good. I love that. So here, look, so I wrote down a couple things, right? Because people usually say that it's about, you know, it's love. They don't love me anymore because they did these things, but they're not the same. So typically it's not a lack of love. It's, it's not knowing how to move through obstacles, right? So it's not knowing how to repair and how to reconnect. Um, it's not knowing how to have disagreements because, you know, some people you, you have an argument with and it, it doesn't go left and other people you have an argument with and it goes left quickly. Um, so if you're, you know, and, and especially if you're emotionally attached to them, it could go left pretty quickly. So if you don't learn how to have disagreements, you know, I don't know how you're going to move through it. Also, if you're not feeling um, safe, if you're not feeling seen, if you're not feeling heard, it's not really about their behavior, but it's about how, what, what their behavior is activating within you. And if that is not changing, if they're, they're not mindful of that, um, I don't see how you can get past it. So, um, or if you're wanting them to be different, like, you know, you know, when I think about any ex relationship I have, I'm thinking, yeah, they got to change because they can't be the person that they were. And it still worked for me. And that's me being judgmental and not me saying like, okay, what do you need from me? That's, that's only focusing on what I need. So I just think that, you know, but I know for myself, I can't move forward on that. Um, I talked about incompatibility and um, I think also a lack of emotional intelligence. I think that's another part that, um, you know, we all have a different level of emotional intelligence and, you know, sometimes you just, you just can't get through to people. I remember with my ex, I just used to, I remember I broke a windshield because I just was so frustrated. Like, how do you not see what I'm saying? And it was so much friction because we were so different in how we saw things. And and it wasn't lack of love. It was just lack of like, we just could not, we just didn't see things the same way. So there's that big comeback. Ever since, -Lo, ever since J-Lo and Ben Affleck got back together, I feel like it's, it's greenlit a lot of people to call up their exes one more time. <laughs> but here's the other part of it. I think they went through other relationships right. and they probably went back to each other and started to think like, ah, it wasn't so bad. You weren't so bad. I've had bad and I've realized that <laughs> I appreciate you now. <laughs> All I know is when I had, last time I had spoken to that ex, he was looking sun deprived or ashy. I can't tell. Mad and healthy. And I was like, <laughs> you really feel like you're doing better right now? <laughs> um, I just think it's so important to let, you got to let people be who they want to be at whatever space and time they're at. Um, just like you have to feel like you're in control of your life to the extent in which you can be. Um, and I give anyone permission to, to take your joy if they decide to be with you or not be with you. Uh, you have to understand that you hold the power to make yourself happy no matter what. 
Absolutely. Yep. That's a fact. Man, look, at the end of the day, watch. You just really got to really watch what you want. Take care of your needs. See if the needs that they have, if they're coming back, are you even willing to, to be that? Do you have that in your vibration? Do you want to be that? You know what I mean? Like sometimes they come back and it's like, well, I need you to do A, B, and C. And it's like, well, I'm already on E, D, and F. I would have to go backward. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so that's important to consider too with the exes. Um, I really, for me, I, I realize that I really want to be genuinely happy for my ex. I real any of my exes. I realize that whenever I've shared myself with a person and, and I ever said to them that I love them, I meant that. They, those were genuine moments, you know? So when they showed up or when the relationship showed up as or manifested as it not being a match, I didn't want to really like be resentful. I really wanted to, to see what they wanted for themselves. And a lot of the times, because of the type of woman I am, I was not going to become that person for them not out of resentment or keeping it from them or depriving them. She just doesn't fit my, me and my vibration and what I, I see for myself. So when you want them to have what they want, they choose other things. And this is why a lot of the times you, you guys become exes, you know? So I realized that. And I was just like, listen, if that's what you want, it, it sucks. Yes. But want that for you because genuinely meant it when I loved you. You know what I'm saying? And these are your choices. I'm a supporter of them. I just can't be your romantic, your romantic partner during these things. Cause it will cost me my little heart. <laughs> so, so I would say if you're grappling with whether you should get back to, with your ex, um, I would say to, uh, if it was toxic, it was very toxic and you're not getting any kind of help before you get back together and you guys have not changed, you know, the way that you are and how you, you know, what you draw from each other, then um, it's not going to work. I don't believe it's going to work. You definitely would need a third party. I would say um, when you're judging what you should do as far as relationships, maybe take out the right and wrong, you know, let yourself feel whatever you feel um, without necessarily... Um, you passing judgment or listening to the judgments of others and give yourself the space to understand yourself, get curious about who you are and what you want your future to look like and make your decision from that kind of aligned energy. Love that. I would have said the same exact thing. <laughs> Janessa, what, impart, what would you impart for folks who want to get back with their ex? <laughs> Um, I think that it, I think if you really want to get back with your ex or an ex is trying to get back with you, I believe there needs to be a real mature, highly intelligent, emotional conversation about where are we standing, how are we feeling, how we left off feeling, what we've done to process that and how we'd like to ideally reconnect. I'm really taking an assessment of that. If and also definitely not consider anybody else's emotions and, and don't don't try to think about what you'll regret. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I think people jump into relationships with the fear of if I don't take advantage of the opportunity to get back together now, I'll regret it in the future. I think the communication is a really big part of understanding what happened to stop things, what happened in the interim of things being on hold and where they're going to go moving forward. I think that's a very important part. So um, the other, I just want to add the other thing that I had forgotten what is if we're reacting to each other instead of mastering ourselves, I think that's a big, big part of um, having a good relationship. We, we react to each other instead of mastering ourselves. 
we manage each other instead of empowering each other. And, um, and if we're feeling powerless, we don't know what to do. I think it's different for everybody. If you, you know, every ex is not the same. Every situation's not the same. Not every situation had a bunch of toxicity. Um, if you've both been working on yourself, if you can get a third party to come in and support, I definitely think that, you know, it could work. So there isn't a right or wrong answer. There's a right for you and there's a wrong for you. And, you know, I think when, you know, when we were talking about this topic, you had mentioned that um, when we were talking about how this came about is that somebody felt like um, their parents or their family didn't like the person. And I don't know, I would take that un under consideration, but it, you know, definitely it's still about you. But a lot of times if your family doesn't like somebody, it's because they don't like the way that they're treating you. It's not because they're, you know, they're such a good person and, and they just don't like them for you. A lot of times it's how they're treating you in front of your family. So I would say to, to take that into consideration, but it doesn't mean that that should be the deciding factor. You should always decide what's best for you and you got to get used to doing that. So yeah but you also that that's a whole other trigger if you're not uh, if you're not aware of what's best for you and you're allowing others to determine what's best for you that's a big thing you got to do before you consider anything even the yeah. yeah and it'll be hard to kind of stand in your power if you're doing it for other people because if it doesn't go right you're going to blame them for it so it's really about what what's right for you and if you really love them and you feel like you're willing to put in all the work and the energy and they are too, then I say, go ahead and do it. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you on the next episode. I hope that you guys got some good tips from this and uh, we look forward to, to seeing you next time. Yep. Look out for a call from your ex today. Law of attraction. <laughs> all right. Be careful getting that old thing back. I want that old thing back. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, I, I don't want my old thing back. My old thing back wasn't so good <laughs> I want my new thing. I'm good. I don't need no old thing. I want I a new thing. thing. I want a new thing. I want a new thing. All right, ladies. I'll see you in the next episode. My joyful friends, that's our show. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a review. Share this episode with someone you think would get some value out of it. We look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Bye bye now.